Welcome to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast with Nicolene Peck. Improving your life, uniting your family, changing the world. Welcome to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. I'm Nicolene Peck and I'm joined with my daughter Paige Peck. Hi Paige. Well, hello. It's so good to have you with us today. Today we are going to be talking about focusing the family forward. Ooh, what, I love this on, one. what on earth does that mean, Paige? Well, I mean, if you take each word and explain it, you're going to focus your family on the future, which is ahead or forward. Yeah, going in a forward direction. So the thing is, is a lot of families start floundering. We're using a lot of F words. <laughs> uh, we shouldn't say F word now that I just thought of that. We're really not going to use that one. Anyway, but uh, words that begin with the letter F, we are saying those today. Wow. <laughs> anyway, but families flounder when they don't possess a focus of the forward direction they want to go. And that's what we're <laughs> going to talk about today. What to do with, if your family is floundering in its focus or, or not finding focus and how you can help the family gain that really valuable focus of where they're going in the future. But before we do that, we want to share a fun family activity for you. This one is completely free. They're all oh, we love that. pretty much free. <laughs> I mean, kind I mean of. you were pretty good at free activities when you were younger. Yeah, so. we, come, we come up with free activities. And, and that's just another word that starts with F. I think I'm on a roll here. Anyway, so what... What is this fun, family-free activity all about, Paige? In fact, it's something I think you really did a lot when you were young. Yeah, so uh, this was inspired by recent events of this week, and it's playing in the rain. It happens to be raining where yeah. some of us are at. And um, I, you know, got a call from my mom, and she's like, guess what? Your siblings are playing in the rain. And like, do you remember when I used to take him out to the end of the cul-de-sac and play in the gutter? It was the best. <laughs> it was like a swimming pool. It was like going to the, the city Some pool. Some days it was warm. Free. Some days it was freezing and it's fine. <laughs> Just roll up the pants, take gun. the umbrella out, <laughs> and go swimming at the end of the cul-de-sac. And race rocks down the gutter. Exactly. That's how all those rocks got at the end of the street. Now I know. <laughs> Details. We don't have to talk about those. <laughs> well, today London decided that she was going to put a cute little towel on the front, the front door, the porch step, sit on the towel, eat her <laughs> bowl of cereal underneath her very large umbrella, which is clear, which covers pretty much her whole body when she's <laughs> sitting down, and so that she can have her own little cave. I remember when I was young, sitting under our covered patio at the house growing up, wrapped in a blanket or, or tucked under a chair or whatever, and watching the rain come down or sitting in the garage or next to the window in a in a cozy little seat, watching the rain. There's something magical, romantic feeling. And I don't mean like lovey-dovey, but just it's a romance. It's like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it just makes you feel artistic yeah. all of a sudden. Anyway, where you, when you watch the rain fall and you hear the music of the sound of the rain. And the it's smells. Symphony. Yeah, the smells and... 
Ah, I love that. Anyway, but it's so fun to do together. And Paige, you probably don't remember this, but one of the reasons that you loved playing in the rain, besides just being such a fun person, <laughs> is that I used to play in the rain with you guys when you were little all the time. I'd be like, it's raining. Let's go out yeah. and play with the rain. And, you know, there's something to be said for spontaneity. Oh, yeah. That's like one of my favorite things. When it's a wet day, do wet things, you know? Mm -hmm. Don't lament about the fact that you couldn't do all the dry things. Just go and do, do wet other things. Days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a good time. Anyway, so try that one. Now let's talk about focusing this family forward. Mm -hmm. When we talk about anything here on the Teaching Self-Government podcast, we talk about it through the lens of self-government. Self-government is when you make a plan for your life. When you say, what direction do I want to go? So hopefully a forward direction for the family <laughs> and for yourself. What direction do I want to go? And then how am I going to get there? What do I do if I encounter a bump or a problem along the way? How am I going to handle it? That is the process of self-government, understanding cause and effects and then analyzing your own behaviors as you apply those principles of cause and effect in your life. And this all started for me, well, when I was probably about 14 years old, actually. I learned how to conquer some pretty big things in my life. I, I ended up so, uh, fixing the relationship with my parents, which wasn't so great at the time because truthfully I had ruined it and they didn't know how to handle it. And so we had power struggles all the time. And then also, I learned how to conquer my lying habit. When I was young, that was a really big habit for me that I, I was a liar. So those are two huge things in the life of a 14-year-old child that transformed my life forever. I ended up taking in foster children. And of course, my focus on helping these foster children as well as my own children was, hey, I got to help them be free. I've got to help them have good family relationships. What do they need? Well, there's something I knew. It was called self-government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what we, we look at everything through this lens of self-government. So self-government, the first part of the understanding of that word or that term is planning where you're going, right? Well, if you take the word self-government, the first part of it is self. You can't help anyone go anywhere until you know where you're going. Mm. So true. And you know, the self is always part of a whole bunch of different governments too, mm -hmm. right? There's family governments, there's community governments, town governments, city governments, state governments, province governments, whatever, um, country governments, national mm -hmm. governments. So the self is involved in all these other different government structures, but you're right. That self-government is the is the most important determining what is it that i want to become as a person now Paige, you're just about ready to get married which is so exciting <laughs> we'll probably talk about it for the next however many weeks until you get oh, married just because sure. it's just so exciting anyway but you're you're engaged to be married wonderful guy and you guys have started talking about what life is going to be like mm -hmm. when you're married, right? Yeah. So you're making plans for your future. You're saying, okay, what do we want our life to be like five years from now, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so what kind of focus or help does this give you as a person going into marriage 
to have this planning, this deliberate open conversation before e even you take the action of getting married and starting that family? We're both super open. And so it's really easy for us to talk about that, but it, it really helps us gain a vision of what we want to accomplish together. Yeah. A vision. That's the word, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This vision, this picture for the future. And when you see your little family in the future, married, you know, little family that starts with just the two of you. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, I'm going to put you on the spot here, but what do you want it to be like? I want it to be fun. Yeah. Spontaneous. I want there to be laughter, but I also want there to be opportunities for growth, which means hard times, but open communication during those times and really just seeing what each person has to offer in any given situation. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about growth. That's important mm -hmm. because I don't think any vision really can happen without growth right? Right. So when you're planning where you're going for the future, what about spiritual? Is that part of your plan? Spiritual oh, sure. growth? Oh, for sure. Because when um, you say growth, that's a broad term. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could have. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways you could have growth, right? Intellectual yeah. growth, emotional, growth, social growth, emotional growth, spiritual growth, spiritual growth, physical growth. Okay. <laughs> ah, I mean, I know what kind of growth I would like to do, and it's not in an out direction. It's, it's not horizontal. It's in an in direction. Like, go, go in, not out. Right. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's true, though. But yeah, spiritually is, is a too. big one. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially, yeah, I mean, marriage, there's physical growth, and there's, there's learning how just to be with another person. But, but I love how you guys are planning. Mm -hmm. I love how you're talking about everything ahead of time and not just assuming whatever happens happens, but you're saying, no, let's actually plan this. Let's determine. Well, because when you say you want to be. whatever happens happens, then when something does happen and say someone blows up in your face, you're like, oh boy, did not see that coming. How do I handle that? Mm. So you're saying that you've even had discussions about, hey, how are we going to communicate about things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously you're probably going to have even more of those as time goes by. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But that's a, that's part of preparing. That's part of planning. It's part of that vision and that focus of where you're going. Right. So you've got to focus the, that little family in a forward direction. And then in the next phase of life, when all of a sudden a child arrives, perhaps, you know, I mean, that happens. Um, what, if you already have that solid focus established, of who you're going to be and how you're going to grow and the direction you're going to grow and who you're becoming, then when that child arrives, guess what? It's not going to be such a shock yeah, to your system. Yeah, I'm not going to be floundering, you know, as a parent well, or as a person. Okay, I mean, it's always new the first time. Well, yes, but... <laughs> <laughs> Everything's new with that the first time. But it really... But you won't feel like, okay, now i got to pull my whole life together because mm -hmm. you will have already been putting your life exactly where it needed yeah. to go, right? Mm -hmm. and a lot, some people wait until they have children to really decide where they're going with their lives. And, and I think you're wise to do it before that moment hits. Mm -hmm. 
So I mean, that's what I was thinking. So <laughs> yeah, I think it's good. So let's talk about vision for other things besides family. We're going to spend the majority of our time there, but just really quickly, I've started businesses. Dad has started businesses and there's something I know about a business and that is that anytime you're going to start a business, it starts with a picture in your mind. Yeah. Of the people that you want to help. Yeah. A dream or a vision as some people yeah. refer to it. People call it a dream. That's true. That's a really good term to describe a vision because they start thinking, what, how, how can I help solve this problem in the community? What do I have to offer? And then what will the people need? How am I going to set it up? Mm -hmm. Who's going to be there? How much money is required? Once we're going, what are our foundational principles going to be so that right. it doesn't fall apart? This is like a no brainer for good business people. You do not skip that step. No, that is so important. You have your policies, you have your rules and regulations, you have your do's and don'ts, you have, okay, this is, you know, what our company is going to do to improve, you know, this and that. You make those steps or else your company dies. Right. And then all the way along, you actually have meetings about it and you yeah. talk about how are we doing in the company? What do we need to do to get focused on our, our direction of where we're headed, our vision for the company? You know, um, it's amazing what people can do in business. Mm -hmm. It's no different than what happens in government, in, in nation. Now we can make a lot of cases for whether this is properly happening in government right now. We're, <laughs> we're not, not having that or... conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're not going to have that conversation. So the vision is vital for the success of a nation. It's like, if you think back right. to the 1700s, you know, 1776, when we first became a, a free nation, you know, free country, you know, the founding fathers, they had a vision for what they, they thought, you know, was best for the people of the country. They're like, okay, you know, we think slavery is probably not the best idea, so we should probably make that not an option. And, you know, well, we, that one didn't happen at first, but it was true. It happened later, but yeah, yeah they but wanted they, it. Many of them, right. Wanted it first, <laughs> they couldn't do it. Yeah. Right. But like, if you watch the movie 1776, you see them creating this vision together as a Congress. You know, they're hashing it out. They're like, okay, we should do this. And they're like, no, that's not okay. And they're, they're putting it all together. And then, you know, the Declaration of Independence is the final product of that vision for the country, you know, long-term vision. Mm -hmm. This is who we want to become. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And then, and then came the problem later of how do we set all of that up? Right. Yeah, then right. the planning came. Like, this is what we want. Here's our goal. And everything else. Yeah, exactly. But, but that declaration was a written out mm -hmm. vision. This is where we're it going. Was specific. Yeah, it was really specific. That's true. It narrowed things down. And every nation starts with a picture like that, whether it's a picture from a monarch's brain or it's a piece of paper someone starts with this idea of who we're supposed to be and then they go from there and they start making all of their decisions based upon that picture. Here's the thing. I have actually noticed that there are many, many families who like you and your sweet betrothed 
they, I know that's such an old word, but I wanted it to is, use it. It's great. <laughs> anyway, but they fall madly in love and they're like, this is the one we're going to have this marriage together. It's going to be amazing. And then, um, and then what happens is they just go along day to day. They do the thing. They're like, why don't we feel so lovey in the mo- anymore as much? Okay, here comes the kids. Oh, the stresses of life, whatever. And then they're like, okay, now we're just really feeling like we're not united. Then they meet this person who says, have you ever heard of this book called The House United? And it's by like this person named Nicolene Peck. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, you know, we kind of don't have a united family. I think I want that. So they read the book or they take the course or whatever. And then they're like, a vision. We've never made a plan for our family. What a notion. <laughs> we should make a plan for our family. And, and I'm not saying it's anybody's fault. It's like deliberate action like that isn't necessarily applied to family. People no. apply it to business. They All apply the it to their degrees in college. They, deply, they apply it to their portfolio building. They, they apply it to so many things. There are thinking ahead. Yeah, it's called thinking when ahead. When something matters, people are like, okay, let's think ahead on this. Let's yeah. make a plan. But like, they sometimes they don't make that connection that they need to do it with their family as well. No, they don't because they take the family for granted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why they don't do it. But then if you, if you really ask them, what is your highest priority? What is your number one thing you want to spend your energy oh, on? Oh, my family. Yeah. Like the majority of people say family. People don't say money. Like no one says that, even though they might spend the majority of the hours in their day chasing money. Okay. But for most people, they chase the money to provide for the family. You know, Mm -hmm. I saw this show last night and it was this funny, this guy just being in a family for the first time. And he's saying to his friends and, and he married, you know, he's with this lady. She's got three kids. And he's like, I feel like I'm just a paycheck. (laughs) And all the guys. And all the guys, it was so funny because it was like these Mexican guys and they had such funny personalities. And they're like, oh, yeah, we all are, man. (laughs) I love that. That's funny. (laughs) But I was like, okay. But but the thing is, is then this guy, this wise person, he's like, "But, but man, don't think of that. Don't think of that. You think of your wife. You think you have three beautiful daughters. You have everything, man. You know, yeah, you have to bring home this paycheck, but, but you've got it all, you know, and he's just telling them, this is what, you know, this is what it is. And, and so then you see this guy go, oh, I got to stop being so selfish and just thinking of myself I'm gonna really do this thing with the family you know it was really cute I mean it was a funny comedy but it was about family and it was just really funny I saw that and I thought that bringing in that guy that was really wise was smart because Mm -hmm. he was saying yeah you may feel like you're just a paycheck and that you're chasing money all day but are you because there's all these other people there. Isn't your top priority family? Aren't they the most important yeah. thing to you? And isn't that why you're chasing the paycheck? And I'm like, oh, that is genius, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't mm-hmm. that why you're getting a college degree? Isn't that why your fiance right now is working his guts out to get a college degree? Because he loves you so much, because he loves this future idea of family so much, he wants to get ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. 
That's yeah, no, what and he actually like I'm the one with the income right now. I'm the one that's chasing the money, and he feels so bad. He's like, I'm so sorry that I don't have a job right now, and I'm so sorry that you're the one that has to do all this. I'm like, it's okay. It's fine for now. Like <laughs> you're in yeah. school, it's okay. Pretty sure it's not always going to be that way. We yeah. think, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy yeah. the time doing homework <laughs> while I go work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I love how you guys are already talking about money. There's just so many good things that are happening there. So let's talk about where families are headed. So anyone listening to this, I hope you're thinking to yourself, where's our family going? Am I just thinking about, uh, I got to make dinner. Am I thinking about uh, my paycheck (laughs) or am I thinking about more than that? What's going to be there for the long run? Yeah. Am I thinking of what is behind all that? Why is putting so much time into dinner so important besides nutrition? Okay. I mean, that's important. I get it. We got to eat, but like even more than that, don't you do it because you love the family so much? It's a labor of love. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you do the laundry, not just for sanitation, because you want those people to be healthy. You want them to form good relationships which requires not smelling, you know, like you actually think of other things related to that person besides just your image, hopefully, you know, when you're doing those things. And hopefully it's not like, oh, this is such a burden because. So where is your family headed? You've got to get a vision. That's what we're talking about today, creating a good vision for your family. So there are different components that make a good vision. One of those components is it needs to be tangible if you can. Mm -hmm. And, and, And I don't mean tangible like you're literally holding your vision in your hand but what i mean is <laughs> achievable yes it well it needs to be something that every once in a while you get to touch you get yeah. to feel mm-hmm. that that you feel like you can you can grab it it's it has multi-dimension to it okay right so a good vision is not like we are gonna be nice no because that's very very vague and that's just like a, a wish like yeah. with stuff like that, a vision is something that you make a specific goal. So like, say for our, you know, our family vision that was created when I was little, it was okay. You know, we're going to, in 20 years from now, it was a 20 year vision in 20 years from now, we're going to be, you know, at Christmas. Cause that's like our favorite family holiday. You can grab Christmas. Yeah. You can grab you can that. taste Christmas. You can anticipate Christmas. Yeah, you can taste Christmas Eve. You can, like, can can we talk about all the foods that are there? Yeah, the smells. The feeling. And the sounds. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many things with Christmas. And so our vision talks about all the details. Mm -hmm. The smells, the feelings, the emotions, the gestures. You know, Mm -hmm. it talks about how we're going to look in each other's eyes and we'll we'll just know. And, you know, we'll just have this great connection. And the connection you can feel. Yes. So I can talk to you on the phone. I can talk to you on a Skype call. I can see you in person and I can feel it. Mm -hmm. I can, it's tangible. I can touch it. I can be like, Oh, I'm connected. And so that's how I know I'm going toward my vision Mm -hmm. because I can touch it. I can feel it. And so it's a feeling we're going toward. Yeah. So it's not just a vague, like, Oh yeah, that'd be nice. And certain conversations, 
So we have some specifics, just like the Declaration of Independence has specifics, just like the plan for a business has specifics. Mm -hmm. There's locations where it's going to be. There's um, smells. There's conversations that we're that we probably are going to have, you know, yeah. about how we're pursuing in our life's purposes. Like, you know, cause each of us in our family have something we're meant to do with our lives. We're going to be talking about what's meaningful to us mm-hmm. right then. And things not that we've been having to not, yeah. Things that we've been learning books, we've been reading, inspiring movies, maybe that maybe the projects we've, we've been working on. Exactly. And we're not going to be, um, we're not going to be trying to make the conversation just about us. It's, it's about everybody. And we're all going to be excited for the projects that everyone's working on, the things that mm-hmm. they're learning and that they care about. I mean, maybe you're going to have a, a boulder co- collection in your backyard, but, <laughs> and I don't have, actually, I do have a boulder collection. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really collect them. They all came at the same time to retain some walls. But now that I think of it, you I have a boulder collection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but maybe I won't think your Boulder collection is something I want to pursue, but I'll still listen to it. And I'll yeah. still be excited for you because you have something that you're working on that you feel like is going to change the world. And I picked the most random thing I could think of, but <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how a Boulder collection changed the world. It might, but it doesn't matter. The point is- It could change my world. It could change your world. Yeah. It could give your children something to climb on. There are exactly. things of importance there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So so it's tangible. It's something you can go hold on to. There's details that are there. Another thing that makes a good vision is everybody's got to be invested. So you hear Paige knows the family vision. I know the family vision. Well, and it's because I contributed about. to said family vision when I was younger. Right. So mom and dad came up with the base, like, okay, this is where we want to go. This is the time that's the most special to us, Christmas Eve, whatever. We present it to the group and then everybody's like, oh yeah, and this and this and this. And when you were tiny, we used to tell you stories, little bedtime stories like, remember 20 years from now when we're at our family Christmas party and you'd be like, oh yeah, and this will happen and I'm going to be married. And it does sort of look like you'll be married. So that's super exciting. (laughs) Anyway, we did not bank, we did not bank on some of those things. Okay. Like we put a few grandchildren in there. If the grandchildren are not there, that does not break the vision. Okay. And if one person is not married that maybe thought they would be married at that time, that does not break the vision. The point of the vision is the direction that we're going. So I want people to, to remember this point, a vision, whether it's for nation, business, family, self. Okay. Cause you should make visions for your own life as well. And you could make them for one-on-one relationships. I have a vision for my relationship with Paige and what I'd like that relationship to be like individually when we are old. Well, I'm old, you'll be younger, but you know, older. When we're old, (laughs) I have that vision in my mind and and I hold on to that. But here's the thing to remember, no matter the vision. Vision isn't a destination, okay? It's not like I'm planning for this trip and I'm going to land there. A vision is a direction. It's direction. It's an arrow pointing that way, that way that way. So even Mm -hmm. if we didn't get there one year, even if we had some 
Christmas Eve party. That's our favorite party of the year. And someone came to the party and just was a wreck at the party. Like it <laughs> for just some reason or another. For whatever reason, it didn't work. Even if it didn't work, everybody would still say, well, they would say, you know, that one did not go according to vision. Okay. Because whenever we have Christmas Eve, that's like a practice for the real deal. Mm-hmm which is beautiful. So when it doesn't go exactly according to plan, we can say, well, we know which direction we're going for next year. And we also practice every time we get together. Oh yeah. The practice for that family vision in the future is happening every time we have a family dinner, every time we have a family camping trip, every time we have a family vacation or just a gathering that it's the, the act of gathering together. Yeah. That is the practice for that time. And when we were little, I told the children it was every Sunday afternoon. Every Sunday afternoon, it should feel like that type of bond and feeling that's going to be there on Christmas Eve. Because, you know, Christmas Eve is kind of a reverent time. And when I say reverent, I don't mean sitting there with your arms folded, but like, I mean, it's just a magical. Respected, revered. Yes, respected. Yeah. That's the word. I love that. So. Anyway, um, those are some of the things that make a really good vision. And if you remember, it's not a destination. It's a direction. That's important. So what happens, Paige, if there is no vision or people lose their vision? Well, I think you already kind of tapped on it earlier. They, you know, suddenly there's a child in the picture and they go, oh, shoot. Um, what are we doing? <laughs> or they don't really focus on keeping things together long term. Because some people, they get married just for, you know, the physical pleasures of married life. And they don't even think about what a family could bring or what they need to do once they have a family. Mm. And so, so true. you know, a vision really brings purpose to a relationship or to a group. So without vision, are you saying there's a lack of purpose? I would say so. Maybe even some confusion, it sounds like, and sense of well, like, it's like, I don't know where we're going, whatever happens, happens, because it's, I don't know where we're going, yeah. so I mean, if, no you purpose. if you think yeah. about it, like, if I were to go to my daily job and not get paid for it, why would I continue going? Because not necessarily, I don't enjoy standing on my feet eight hours a day, you know, so if I'm not getting something that would benefit me, why am I doing it? Or benefit me or others? You know, it's mm-hmm. definitely benefiting the, the vision of Walmart. But <laughs> but you didn't help make that vision. So no. So I'm like, why in am I here? Oh, you yeah, have to have an individual vision for why you get to help yeah, Walmart. But see, my vision is vision, yeah. to be able to provide for my family. You know, right now, for me, that my, that job is financial. You know. So I am there to aid in my vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's, if you don't have an idea of where you're going, it's like planning a trip and saying, let's just hop in the car and drive. Which can work, but sometimes is a fail. Like if you don't have an end goal, then you don't really know how you're going to get wherever you're going. Or when to come back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're kind of lost. That's true. And so you're a little, a little lost. Muddy. 
I like that. So, so we're saying without vision, there's a lack of purpose. There really is no point right. to a whole bunch of things. So life could feel pretty humdrum with no point, no direction. That could feel pretty bad. There's actually a proverb that says without vision, the people perish. That's really you, true. Because if you don't actually know where you're going, if you don't have purpose, then what is your chance of thriving and surviving wherever it is you end up or yeah. wherever, whatever the bumps are along the way? Because the bumps are going to happen no matter what. Like you're oh, gonna yeah. have it's just going to happen. But if you know where you're going, you can make it through bumps. But if you don't know where you're going, the bumps could just seem like too big, too overwhelming. The, the, the thing with a vision is when you're in a time of hardship, and I always hope every family gets hardship. We've had times where our family has had like hardly any food. I mean, this was back in the day. All right. <laughs> but I'm glad we have that. I'm glad that I could look at my $25 and say, how do I feed my family of six with $25? This week. Yeah, this week. For the whole week. Yeah, it, true. Thank you for, because it wasn't just for a meal. You could figure that out at McDonald's maybe, but no, <laughs> like I'm talking about the whole week. What do I buy? Exactly. And I'm doing cloth diapers and I'm doing whatever. And yeah, because that's all I had. And I remember thinking, and I did it and it was fine. And it built confidence and it was okay. So, and as kids, we didn't even really know the difference. You really didn't because we just didn't put that on you at that time. Yeah. But, but we made it through and dad and I maintained optimism. The family life was great. Everything mm -hmm. was fine. We didn't have a lot of nicey, nicey stuff, but that's okay. Totally and fine. yeah, and we moved through and life is wonderful now as far as financially. So who cares? But uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say who cares. We learned, we still care. We're glad we had that time. But I, I feel like that one of the things that carried us through, why did we have hope and joy when some people just go into a depression? Well, it's like you said, you had something to fight for. Mm -hmm. Land on know, something to fight for. Yeah. So our family, we know where we're going. We also knew part of our vision, we're religious people. So we knew God wouldn't let us fall. Right. So we knew God was with us and he was going to help us. So that faith with, his vision for us, God's vision for us. But then our faith of our vision of, we know where we're going. We know it's going to be okay. We have family around us that love us and care about us. If I need food that bad, I can call up my aunt, my grandma, my mom, my whoever. And I can say, Hey, you got any extra food in your pantry? And they'll be like, yeah, come on over. And then they'll give me too much. That's what always happens. <laughs> Like, oh, wow, so, lots, lots of food. Yay. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't going to be a problem if for some reason we couldn't make it through, but we did. And we just stayed focused on where we were going and it worked. And quite frankly, during those times, that's when we did foster care for the family. Yeah, and, and that was a growing experience too. That was a growing experience. But I felt really impressed that that was something we needed to do so that I could stay with you children when you were little. Mm -hmm. Because that was important to me. That was part of our vision. Yeah is that I stayed, is that we were bonded together, that I had that, that time with you. So anyway, that was how we were going to get to become this family that we were becoming. Mm -hmm. And so we made sacrifices and did extra work and, and took on other responsibilities and stuff, but we got in the right direction all the time. We were going in the right direction. Well, and, and not only that, that like even during all those struggles, there were times, you know, when we would get into fights, you know, as siblings do sometimes. 
and you'd say, you'd sit us down and you'd be like, hey guys, remember that vision we made? Is what you're doing right now really taking us towards that vision? And we'd be all sheepish, be like, no, mom, it's not, you know? Yeah. But I think you putting that into our minds, you know, helping us to see the future instead of in the moment where, yeah, we're angry at someone because they took my toy or whatever. But to look ahead to what we wanted our relationships to be like, I think that helped us mm. a whole lot. Yeah, and I remember when, when we were younger, you did it quite often. Yeah, we did. Um, I did because I, I wanted you guys to remember, okay, I'm going to correct a behavior right here because something needs to be corrected. But, but yeah, because that vision is an instruction for our family. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going. The whole family is instructed, go that way. That's what it's supposed to feel like. That's what it's supposed to be like. And if it ever doesn't, we got to fix it. And so then if I said, hey, you guys feel that feeling right now? Does that feel like our Christmas party this many years in the future? We're all going to be such good friends and we're going to be talking about all of our missions and things that we're doing in the world to make it a better place. And, and then you'd say, oh, no, we're not. It doesn't feel like that. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, so something needs to be fixed. We need to correct some things right now. Yeah, that so was, you gave us a reason correction. why as to why yeah. we would need to change our behavior. Yeah. And you know, you say that sometimes you guys um, fought with each other and I have to honestly say, having lived in a family also before <laughs> getting married, I want you to know you guys hardly ever fought with each other in comparison to what okay, a lot we, of families you know, we do. had disagreements. You, did, you had your minutes. Now, yeah. You had a few minutes like, hey, get out of my room or whatever. Like there was a, <laughs> you know, or get off my bed. I mean, there's a few things, right? But it was, I mean, there was never, you guys were, you never, you were good. You were really good. But it was because all the way along, we had decided this is the type of family that we are. This is who we are, where we're going. We're not abandoning that ship. And so the whole, you were invested in those relationships. Yeah. You gave us, we all created something that made us want to be good for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about one more thing, which is refocusing on the vision often. So, so once you've created that vision, you've got to keep the focus there because it's easy to get caught up in the things of life, you know, the, the business stuff, the laundry, that one's just always a thing and the yard work, the whatever. Okay. So there's so many things that you can get focusing on and then really forget. And then if you forget where you're headed, there starts to be this selfishness that creeps in to the hearts of the people where they think everything in the family is about them. So we did certain things in our family. Um, every Monday night page, what did we always do every Monday night to help the family practice what this family vision is supposed to be like and feel like? Yeah, we would have a family night. So we'd get together and we'd you know, have a little a lesson or you know, spiritual thought and we'd have an activity. We'd eat treats together and, you know, we spent at least an hour together. Yeah. And sometimes it was the whole evening, depending yeah. on what it was. Right. Mm-hmm. But we had family time. We scheduled and we purposely, it. Yeah. We scheduled, we purposely set it aside for that time. So met dad, make sure he got home from work, you know, for that time. And we made sure that, 
you know, we were home from activities and extracurricular things. And if dad couldn't make it home from work, which sometimes happened occasionally, because when you own your own business, sometimes, you know, there's some things, but I would just carry on. Mm -hmm. We would just do it. We'd still do it. We would just do it. I wouldn't say, oh, great. He didn't get here. Blah, 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 blah. Because what would that do to our feeling in the family? That would be horrible. Mm -hmm. So we would just carry on no matter what carried on. And he knew that me carrying on meant I wasn't bitter and that I was supporting what he needed to do to support the family. But most of the time he would try, you know, oh, it's Monday night. I got to get there. I got to be there by six, you know? And in the summer, sometimes it was a little later, but we... (laughs) We we love to stay up till it's dark, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and after. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, yeah, that was huge. Another thing that we did every Sunday is we had meetings. Yes, so we- and those were crucial, even though sometimes, you know, us kids were like, ugh, another meeting, blah, blah, blah. But they were very important because it gave us a voice in the family and it helped us create, you know, the plans that would help us achieve our vision in the future. Mm, absolutely in fact those the key family, to those is keep it to a time limit <laughs> yeah you have to because and our time limit is what 20 minutes 20 minutes and if it has to go longer than 20 minutes then you have to take a vote to keep yep. it going longer than 20 minutes and we can have a whole other thing about meetings yeah we will podcast. we will yeah. talk other times about meetings and things like that but you know this is just part of the checkup Okay, so check up on the family vision by maybe reading the family vision, by having really good, meaningful family activities, mm-hmm. by thinking every time that holiday or, or event comes around annually, because you got to pick something that happens annually so that you can have a, a test run every year. Um, think, okay, let's try to, I'm going to try to make this, my heart is going to try to make this like the real vision, even if you don't declare it to the group, which you can do, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But you don't have to, you can just know you're going toward that and making a memory for everybody. And then have those meetings to check up and to discuss, how's our family doing? Are we going in the right direction? Does anything need to change? That's important stuff. So that's refocusing on that vision. Ah, we could talk so much more about vision and about all the <laughs> I, different I feel like components. we just scratched the surface. I know we did, but hopefully you see that this focus that comes from creating a family vision really does propel the family forward. It deliberately shoots them in a forward direction and it keeps course correcting over time if you put in some other parameters as part of your family culture, your family government structure. It has been so fun to talk <laughs> with you about this today, Paige, and thank you Likewise. for sharing some of the remembrances from our life. Thank you for joining us on the Teaching Self-Government Podcast, everyone, where we talk about things related to (laughs) everything, because everything relates to self-government. You'll see that over time. We will talk to you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. For more information and resources to help unite your family, visit teachingselfgovernment.com.